This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, not Dion. Says a prime time. What's up? What's up? Uh, we are back here with another. Uh, Nerdgasm, no, damn, Nerdgasm, a No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, episode 235 we are at, so I'm glad that we can make it that much. I do want to go out there and apologize, I saw, you have not seen content on this channel all week, and uh, that being said, one, we was uh, up here, because the footage was in the World Series, so we was definitely occupied by those games, because you know, uh, baseball games happen like back to back, and then when when they tw- switch towns, they take a, they take a day break. So we was up here, we was up there, you know, getting involved with that, and also I was getting ready because I'm going in f- uh, to the hospital for not for nothing serious, just a couple of tests uh, coming in on Monday. So I was preparing for that. So th- there was no raw review, there was no uh, Wednesday night uh, review. There was no SmackDown, even though, and, and that was taped. I heard the Mysterio Walter match was really good. I don't know if you heard about that or not, but it, I heard it was really good. Um, so you know, we, we did. Of course, Crown Jewel was on Saturday, and it was at one, like I said, no no Crown Jewel pay per views be throwing me off because it be coming on like in, in the middle of the afternoon, and I'd be working, and I gotta go back actually to the time to watch that. So hopefully, I get to by Monday morning. You guys get to get the review. Of Crown Jewel, but right now, uh, me and Prime want to record the podcast before I go in uh, for the night. And like I said, hopefully I will be, I, I I should be able to have you know Raw and stuff like that. You know, once we go into Pat Survivor Series going forward, so it's gonna be another busy week because like I guess I still got you know just a lot of things on play. And I also, guys, this is this this week also for those out there listening. That this is a week. This is a uh, election day, so election day is on Tuesday. You know, they, they, you know, my son is already home, so God, you know, make a plan to go out there and vote. And yes, I get it. You know, you got the people that buy this. I don't vote, or you know, it's a conspiracy, or you know, my vote don't matter. Or it doesn't matter. We ain't get what we want anyway. Or I'm, t- I'm not trying to hear about my ancestors fighting and dying for it. You know. All those feelings is understandable to have, but I'm saying, but there are people out here who do want to go out there and do want, love to have the right to vote. And when that's in question, and then when you have rights for, for women in question, you know, it's, it's best you got to go out there and vote. So, Prime, make sure you go out there and vote on Tuesday. I'll make sure I go out there and vote on Tuesday when I come back from my study and stuff. But uh, now we, we, we got a lot to talk about in the wrestling podcast because we had. Crown Jewel, we, we had the worst dynamite I've ever seen, mostly or seen in a while. 
and, and I really don't use that in the same sentence with Dynamite. And then also, uh, Bobby Lashley brought some things that I know Prime got something to say about it. So, and of course, you know, Braun Strowman just got to keep running his mouth and all that other kind of crap. So, before we get all into that, let's pay the bills real quick. Make sure you guys check out spacesfilly.com. But, oh, excuse me. We don't involve spaces no more. My apologies. But make sure. But the Nerd Ocean does have their content uh, on Red Circle. And we uh, do the No no Gimmicks Either Wrestling Podcast. We do the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, which has been doing very good right now. And we got to do another one this week. Hopefully, Proctor joined by that one. Because, man, you heard about Aaron Carter? Yeah. That hit me. I was like, whoa. Because it just, it wasn't registered for me that I know he was that bad off. I, I mean, I don't want to say my comments because I was sounding sensitive, so I'm just not going to say nothing. I understand. But I, I, I trust me, I do understand because we got, you know, backlash with Caleb Braxton. So, but I just, I, I just did, I just didn't know, and I was just like, wow. Not that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not Caleb Braxton bad. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got you. But uh, yeah. There's so there's some things I gotta talk about that on Nerdgasm. I think I'm gonna do one big, big podcast because Black Panther's coming out this week also. And I, I, I got plans to go see that. So I'm thinking about just doing it all in one shot. Also, so. You know, we, we can, you know, do things like that. Hopefully, Power will join me for that one because I know he wants to talk about that as well. Um, but yeah, and also check out the uh, Drunk Thoughts. Oh, but by the way, for the people that's going to watch it, if you don't dress up, at least at least be kind to the people that don't dress up, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying if everybody don't got Listen, Herbius. We like, all I'm not dressing up, but I'm not trying to be called names. Like, oh, why you ain't wearing the the dashi? Because I don't want to. That's why. Yeah, I ain't got. What, I, I got a black paint shirt. I'm gonna have a hoodie on. You know what I'm saying that's that's, that's what's going. I ain't got time. First of all, I ain't got time for the kente claw. That is my wife. I paid, you know I paid my money, so they get they get in the uh, they get the money anyway for the box office. That's all that matters. Exactly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, load Ryan Coogler's pockets this weekend. So you know that. That's what I'm trying to do. I try to get my support that way. So yeah, I, I do well, understand. By that. the way, um, I was a part of a like a, I don't know it's called a virtual town hall. It was like sway in the morning, and a cast of Black Panther. I don't know when that comes out though. I don't know if it's already came out or if it comes out. Oh my! But God. that was cool. You was you was with the Black Panther cast. And you, you and sway in the morning. Well, no, it was it was a virtual. I was just in the crowd. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you so know. You, but you can still like ask so whenever that comes questions out. and stuff, right? It was supposed to, but they didn't have time to get to the questions, and I was so mad because my question was like second on oh, the list. <laughs> but we'll we'll get to that later because whatever. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so, and also check it, turntables, hip-hop culture, and beyond. So, all the great content from the Nerd Coalition, make sure you check all that stuff out. So, uh, let's get started in here with the, with the wrestling. Uh, so, we had Crown Jewel this past Saturday, and Bobby Lashley, in Saudi Arabia, he did a interview. Uh, in, in, I believe he did it in, in Saudi Arabia. I'm actually about to, you know, pull, pull it up right now. Uh, oh yeah, he was uh, interviewed by. It says here on uh, Craig Seats, they was interviewed by literally. I'm reading Radio Raheem while in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel, and after saying 
he wants to add a tag team title to his resume before he retires. He went and talking to reuniting the Hurt Business. So this is what he said, of, uh, I quote from the interview. The Hurt Business was something that everybody loved and I think that everybody will still love. So never say never and not even never say never. I will make sure that somehow, some way, we get back together because it seems like right now everybody's getting back into some sort of group in WWE. There are so many different factions that are coming together in WWE and the most important faction and the one of the biggest factions over the last few years, the one that took us all the way through the pandemic was the Hurt Business. During the pandemic, everybody else was staying at home. There were so many people, uh, people staying at home there were so many people didn't want to work. There were so many people that just kind of took a took a back step. Well, the Hurt Business stepped up. Myself, Shelton, Cedric, and MVP, we stepped up. We were every part of the show for a long time. So I think that should get a rebirth. Uh, so everybody knows how big well, of... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did Mr. Man tell you? He looked directly in the camera. What did he tell you? <laughs> just, just let me know. What did he tell you? Mr. McMahon told me that the Hurt Business was dead and it is never coming back. Ever coming back. But here's the thing, though. Vince ain't dead no more, player. That is true, man. Vince, this ain't, man. Vince ain't dead. Okay, look. I'm going to tell you all like it is. I am a Hurt Business fan, okay? I was into the Hurt Business. That was my favorite faction. And yes, Bobby got a point. Through the pandemic, there were a couple highlights of the pandemic. And along with Oscar, the Hurt Business was another one. They kept them pandemic shows. That was something good about the, the, the Thunderdome era was the Hurt Business. And the thing mm-hmm. is, they were, I mean, they single-handedly killed Retribution. And they, they were over as fuck. And next thing you... Because I remember I had my Hurt Business shirt on. I got, I got the Bobby Lashley shirt on first. Then I got the MVP shirt. I was in Walmart. And uh, all the way up in the suburbs of my area. And people come to me talking about some... That's the shit right there. The Hurt Business. And, and online, I see everybody like walking dogs. So they had these Hurt Business shirts on. I was like, wow, they really getting over it. And then as soon as the crowd comes back... Vince kills the whole thing. He killed... They never got a chance to excel because, honestly, it could have been two dominant factions on two shows. It could have been the Bloodline on SmackDown and the Hurt Business on Raw. That's how it could have been. Two dominant factions? What is that? We're only one dominant faction. That's Roman Reigns. And to be honest with you, uh, you know, as, as, like, it could have grown... You could have had Hurt Business versus the Bloodline for War Games. Easily. What Easily. are the War Games? What is that? But, exactly. But Vince blew that show away. But he has a point. Vince is gone. He's not going to... Vince is gone. Okay? He is retired from the company. He is done. Triple H is in charge right now. And when you look at it, factions are growing in WWE because it also needs, you know... It helps out for the tag team division also. We have Brawling Brutes. We have Hit Row. We have New Day. We have uh, um, 
dam uh, damage control. We have Judgment Day. We have the OC. Like there, there's, it's like it's almost like AEW now. We got factions everywhere on Raw and on SmackDown. Oh, we we got uh, was it Legato Del Fantasma that, that just got there. We have so many things uh, of different factions. I'm like, why not the Hurt business? Why not the 2.0? Now, me personally, it's like, will they? Now, me personally, I'm like, okay, if he really wants to bring Shelton and Cedric back, you have to do a lot with them because they have been treated like garbage for the past year since since they disbanded the Hurt business. They've been treated like almost it's almost been two years. They've been treated like shit. They've been on main event. <clears throat> they have been places where nobody has seen them or done anything with them. So it's like if you, you're not going to be the almighty Bobby Lashley who just what people may see turned heel at Crown Jewel, which I don't think Herbis need to be. They, 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 they can work as a face or a heel group. It doesn't matter. They just be serious. <clears throat> they can do that. But you, but there has to be more to build up Shelton and. Uh, it was Cedric Alexander? You need to. I mean, MVP had 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 all my state. But I was like, but it worked. MVP worked so much better with Bobby Lashley, and they know that. And Vince just broke it up to, to to reinsure that there was gonna be no more her business. But Bobby said he gonna do everything in his power. And I think Triple H is gonna listen to him. Like, cause why wouldn't he? Now, obviously, it's not like I I, I think what Triple H is doing is like he's playing the long game. Cause according to, uh. Well, I want to know according to, but it, it's been rumored that Triple H and his creative team have plans already written out all the way to the summer of next year. As because they already have the WrestleMania cards booked, like what they want to do for WrestleMania, and I believe that because Triple H is a long-term booker. And I think bringing the Hurt business back, maybe at the end of the year or at the top of the year, you know, because Mr. Two Twenty-Five, he wants to, he will put it in the oven, start it slow, and cook that thing up. I think he can do it, but he you gotta build a build up and bring the members back, or if you want to get new members and do that, and I'm all for that. Now we know how much you have made fun of me, but this is this is a recent interview. This is from when he was in Saudi Arabia. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, the hurt business is cool and all, but if you do it, you're gonna have to get some fresh meat. You can't have all the we can't have the forty uh, the hurt business be with forty year olds again. So you feel as though, I mean, well, Bobby and MVP are the older ones. Like, obviously, they're going to be the same Shel ones. Bobby, MVP, and Shelton are yeah. all in their mid-40s. That is true. Yes, and Cedric, I mean, we don't know how old. He could be 39 for all we know. But, uh, no, I mean, like, just get, like, Bobby, maybe Bobby and Shelton in two mid-carders or, or, well, something. I mean, MVP was great as the manager. I think that that, that, that should stay. I think he's great as the manager. Uh, I, I, I don't want Omos touching nowhere near this group. But, yeah, I, but I think they're building up Shelton again because you haven't been watching main event. I haven't either, but I've been keeping up with Shelton. He's been winning um, every week. And he was actually in a tag team with Arch. Well, partially in a tag team with Arch before Arch got injured. But, uh,. Like when I say he's like he's wearing his old gear and everything. Oh, okay. See, okay. And not the not not the uh, not the the gold standard gear, but the, uh, the the one before the gold standard when he was like fighting like Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. 
Oh, see, so yeah, and you know, I, I he he has been cutting some kind of promos or like the WWE exclusive interviews and stuff like that. So I I do Ooh. think that you know as Triple H is doing like it's it's in the play. I I, I have not seen Cedric, so I don't know what's going on with. He's uh, <laughs> getting beat up by Shelby. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, but he the one, he the one that uh, shall be beaten up every week. But me personally, I'm like, you know what? If 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 Cedric's not the way you want to go, why not Ricochet? I mean, do we have to do they have to be all black? Can we do like somebody else? Well, just a question. No, oh, you took me me, uh, me personal question or how Bobby will want, how Bobby you think Bobby will want it? No, no, I'm asking you, like, do they have to be all black or can they be, like... You know, to, to, to be honest, it, I, I like the people of color, to be honest with you. However... I mean, yeah. However, if they fit, it's cool. Like, okay, like, if it was, like, um, Mustafa Ali, I wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, but if it's somebody like Kerry, well, he, he had the hitman gimmick. If it was somebody like Drew McIntyre or Pete Dunne or like somebody like that, they, they don't fit to me, you know, in in the her business. But uh, if you if you're going by if if you think about like well, it's, there's there's this person that's not doing anything right now. Uh, it don't necessarily. I mean, it don't it don't have to be. I'm saying, but as of right now, I can't think of anybody that they say would fit that fit that narrative of who would want to be part of her business it's yeah. not a group that said it had to be black but it was also but once again you you don't want to over political anything like it's just it's not the nation from back in the day where you know the whole point of the nation was to be black you know but uh th- this one it was just more so like Bobby was saying it was more about a black group that dressed nice that was making universal appeal nobody Love, I mean, well, a lot of people, especially in the black community and the color community, love her business because it was, it was cool to see a, a group of smooth looking black dudes. But also, they were, you know, universal. They, they crossed both sides. The guy that asked me about the shirt, why was a white guy? A lot of people I see in, in Twitter photos, you know, are white folks with, with her business shirt. They just, they just love the group because the group was cool. They were sharp, they did cool shit. And they, it felt like they were going away from the Mystic Man book. It's kind of like when New Day uh, came about. It wasn't like, well, let's get, you know, it, it happened to be three black guys. I mean, I wouldn't I would mind if um, maybe Apollo Taker joins it or. I mean, see, or, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that neither. You know, like, to do it fresh because I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind Apollo, but. Grayson, like somebody like Grayson Waller or Joe Gacy don't fit to me. No, no. Even like at one point, Cedric and uh, Ali was a tag team. Maybe they could be the tag team of the Hurt Business and then Bobby and somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, to me, Mustafa Ali fits to me. He, he fits to me. You know, it's, it's, I don't know why he fits, but he fits to me. It seems like if they wanted to put him part of that, and start and start her business 2.0 he fits the mold for me you know but like I said but I don't know if Bobby wants to be like look I want to do it like how I originally had it when it came to Shelton 
and Cedric, myself, and things like that. And you know what? And if it's a black group, it's cool because look, nobody was asking if evolution like this. Do they gotta be all white dudes? You know they're gonna pick all white dudes. This is the way it was. I mean, wasn't nobody in the company at that time but Booker T and Devon. Yeah, Sean was there during evolution. Barely. No, no. Sean was Sean was there right there. That's, that's Sean was with uh, Sean was with Charlie Haas. Yeah, I'm saying we we had whether we was counting or not, we had black folks in the company still. I'm saying I mean we have more now than we did uh, than we did back then, but still it's just like you know that's just the group. Mm-hmm. I never looked, I, I, was doing the just call my name. Yeah, yeah. I, I never looked at evolution. Was like, damn, are they gonna add a black dude? Like, I was, I, I'm an evolution fan. I loved evolution. I, that that was one of my favorite groups back back in the day, you know. And I never looked at her business like, well, are they gonna do, do? They need to add a white guy? No, I just they fucking cool. And to to me, the her business is black evolution. That's how I looked at okay. it. Okay. Okay. They had the suits. They were fly. They did think, you know, say they, they they did think smooth, but they hurt the shot at you. And what made it cool was they were legitimate ass kickers. That that Cedric, I don't know his background like that, but Bobby is the army, and he was a legit, you know, MMA fighter. Shell Benjamin was like a legit uh, tough guy with you know his great actual amateur wrestling battle. He helped train Brock Lesnar, okay? So, yeah. And the MVP, you know what I'm saying, he's tough in his own right. You know, also, like, it was like some legit tough dude. So, of course, you would see, see something like that and think like, oh, hurt business. So, I look, I, I have no reason why I shouldn't believe that the hurt business won't be back. Like, but it's like, are they gonna come back on Raw? No. Is it they gonna come back by Survivor Series? Absolutely not. I'm saying, but I do think by maybe the end of the year or maybe by, by the Royal Rumble. But I think by Mania next year, like, cause I I I don't see why why not. Look, Bobby's a priority to them on Raw, okay? And we know that he going to, after the results that happen at Crown Jewel, they're gonna run that Lesnar match back. And this time, I don't know if they want him to have some help involved in that or you know have have Brock destroy the whole hurt business or whatever the case may be like they did like they did for Goldberg I don't know but I you know yeah but well, if they do it or not do it I think they're gonna have to change MVP out I'm saying but he, he could be he could be the, the JJ Dillon he could be the manager manager or not I'm just saying as far as wrestling wise uh oh, they oh, need no, to no, change no. that fourth guy Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying I think it should be four guys with MVP as the manager. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, so kind of like, like the four horses back in the day. You had Flair, Wyndham, yeah. Arn, and uh, Tully, and then you had JJ J. Dillon as the manager. So I'm like, I'm cool with that. So I'm cool with them doing, you know, Bobby, uh, Shelton, Cedric, and Apollo, or Ricochet, and you can make Ricochet and Cedric the tag team whatever the case may be if Shelton's trying to do a, another mid-card run you can do it that way and MVP beat the mouthpiece because look let's be real Bobby's getting a little bit better but Bobby's still not the best he's not he's not the mouthpiece neither is Cedric neither is Shelton that, that, that's what MVP's job for is to put this put this thing over depending on how they feel about Omos just, just keep Omos 
far away from this group. Speaking to keep it far away in Omas, Braun Strowman. I, I, I look. This just happened today, and I had that. I see people. People was talking about it. I seen people that was doing podcasts giving opinions, and I know that people out there who enjoy our podcast want our opinion. Braun Strowman. He, he just. He just took an unnecessary shot for what reason at all. It was not necessary. It, it, it didn't need to happen. Braun Strowman, uh, I, I view him like he has a lot of insecurities. He always has to say something about somebody, and it doesn't need to, need to happen. So he went on Twitter, and he took a shot at all the wrestlers for what it wasn't necessarily he, he, he did this he said uh this is paraphrasing of what he tweeted that uh what him and omas did at crown jewel he said uh he said holy hell at he at he uh tagged omas can you believe we got a 47 stars and reminded the people that no one cares about all these floppy floppers giants and monsters fl- fl- flippy Flippy Flipper bag your groceries at uh, Coker, wherever that is. Who tagged? I was just like, why not just take all my say, yo, we tore the house down. Their match was not a bad match. It was, it was actually a pretty decent big guy match. It, it, this could have got much worse. And Braun made Omos look good. I'm just like, so why can't you just say, hey, whatever cases we prove the doubt is wrong or. Me, hey, thanks so much. We went out there and had, had a decent match. Why do you have to bring down everybody else? Well, you know, some people didn't like that shit. And they came out and said something. And, of course, you got your average people that said something like, you know, Mustafa Ali came out and said, can you teach me how to get fired? Question mark. And Chris Jericho was just like, I used to bag groceries. But I think Will Ospreay had one of the best answers. And he was just like, why are you so mad about making money? It's dead funny that you actually done such a great job and let, and yet you're mad at other people that do the same job as you. Relax, my guy. Just say you really enjoy showing super heavyweight wrestling. The end. The end. None of, none of that other stuff was needed. Every time Braun Strowman tweets something, he has to put down somebody first. And those are signs of people with some kind of insecurities. And I'm like, and me personally, I'm a fan. I have always been a fan of big guy wrestling. Come on. So, so one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is Vader. That's, that's the big motherfucker, okay? I, I like Vader. I like Goldberg. You know, so I, I like people that can work the big man match, especially if they, if they can work. Oh, oh, you say you like people that can work and they ain't Goldberg in that same sentence? Okay, look. I understand Goldberg's not that much of a worker, but Vader was, okay? But, uh, yes, you are right about that. Goldberg's not, not that the kind of work because I don't want Bret Hart coming to be you know, screw Bill Goldberg, you know, all that shit like that. But I'm also saying, but guys, like big guys like Kane, and Undertaker, like guys that, that can work the big man match, but also work with smaller guys, but 
you know, they had the big man power moves with a big man was a big man. I I enjoyed that shit. So seeing these guys go out there and do big man stuff and actually do like a big man matchup, I, I, it was kind of cool. But putting down the guys that, that can that can wrestle and fly and do all this kind of stuff is unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Like sometimes I feel as though that bronze man that he can't do this shit. Or I feel as though Braun is like you know it's it's the, it's the Strowman Express is to get these hands. And he does all this power stuff, but he feels as though that he can do more. Remember when he, him and Big Show had that match and he did the kip up, and everybody was all shot like, oh mm-hmm. my god, he did the kip. I like, I think Braun is like he's tired of everybody. Like, well, you know what? All that stuff ain't real wrestling, and I can I can do that shit too. It, it's it has to be some kind of insecurity in it with him because now. He, he, he backtracked and tried to take it down. It's like... Just your... Quick opinion, I should say. I'm going to just say... Braun will be Braun, and I will continue not to get... Uh, ever since... I, I just feel like he just had a decline. I'm surprised they even brought him back, to be honest. But I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm surprised ever since that... Back. Ever since that one time where when people got fired, he was kind of like, basically like, oh, stop asking for a handout because you're arrested. Do what you got to do. I'm like, all right, see, because after that, I I really just stopped liking Strowman overall. Yeah. No, I, I I do understand that. I do understand that. But like I said, see, it just, it's ill-timed. It's ill-timed. Like, I, I don't understand Every tweet is like this with him. I'm like, it, you don't have to sit there and try to bring shit down, where the case may be. But whatever, I just wanted to bring that, bring that stuff up about Strowman. Like I said, him and Omos did have a decent enough matchup at Crown Jewel. Had this a big man matchup. He actually powers in the big motherfucker. Cause I was wondering, mm-hmm. like I said, is he gonna he didn't get a power bomb out, but is he at least gonna get a power slam off of him? And he did get a power slam. So I thought I thought that that was impressive. Um, going on here. So now there is news uh, about Sasha Banks. There uh, and Naomi actually, because now in the entrance video of the Thin Now Forever Together, they put back in Sasha Banks and Naomi before they removed them off the off the opening video. Now, now they put him back in. Also, Sasha Banks on her Twitter uh, was saying that November is going to be fucking awesome. What we, what, what do we know about that? Not, not necessarily known about that or anything like that. But um, uh, there, there are hints that people are saying like, "Hey, could it be something like Hollywood related? Okay, could she be coming back?" And me personally, I'm just going to say it right now. I think it's a thing for Sasha Banks coming back at uh, um, Survivor Series. Because one thing... About, I don't. You, you don't? No. Okay. Ex- ex- explain your reason. I'll, I'll explain mine. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Okay. Well, well it's up to you. You go first. Okay. So here's my thing. Sasha Banks is all about moments. Sasha Banks is all about transcending. Sasha Banks loves to... She has this thing where she wants to be the first 
when it comes to certain things when it comes to women's wrestling especially women of color in wrestling she, she this is something she said she wanted to be the first when they did the first women's Royal Rumble, she had to be a part of it. When they did the first women's Iron Man match, she had to be a part of it. When they did the first women's Hell in a Cell match, she had to be a part of it. When, uh, when they all bring out a lot of first, especially in WWE, or even, you know, uh, I don't know if she went to Saudi Arabia, and I can't remember half these Saudi shows. But uh, she has always jumped up on the on the case of this is something that, that needs to be done. This is the first time War Games is happening. Obviously, it's been in NXT, but it happened on the main roster. I believe truly that she wants to be a part of it. And I, I, I think she truly wants to be a part of it. Uh, we see her and Naomi go, going out and doing all kinds of things and, you know, relaxing their mind and, and doing do what they, they need to do to reset themselves. But I do believe that something is coming. It could, it could be smoke and mirrors. It could be something that's dealing with Mandalorian. It could be something that's dealing with uh, her in Japan. It could be something dealing with uh, her in Japan and WWE. It could be a, a, a lot of things uh, that could be, but I do believe that they're putting it back in the interest of it. I do believe that Sasha and Naomi are coming back, obviously. I just don't know when. And also, you know, you got to have talk with Naomi. Do they come back as a tag team? Do they come back as heels? Do they come back as part of damage control. It's, they always say it's going to be 5 on 5 at Survivor Series. That's the reason why I said she, they would want to be part of that war games because right now, I mean, you can talk about adding Nikki Cross to damage control to be on that side and just bring Sasha Banks back and then you can have Naomi do bloodline stuff. But I'm just like, I I, I don't understand what they're playing. I mean, they, they don't have to sit there and come back together as a tag team. But that's how they left. So I don't know if they, if they even want to do that or necessarily not. So what what was your take on it? Um, my take is I think she's doing... I think she wants to do Japan and WWE. So I think that's probably what she might do. But instead of... She's not going to do New Japan. or She might do like Noah or um, Stardom. Stardom, yeah. And I feel like that's... Because honestly, I think Sasha Banks really want to test herself in Japan. So I do think she will do start. I th- I, th- I, I, I do so doubt. I really doubt the war games thing, but that's just me. Even though she wants to be the first, but I just like doubt it because that means she went to come back like now. Yeah, well, may, may, like I said, we didn't see Raw yet, so it, Raw hasn't seen, Raw hasn't happened yet, so we don't necessarily know what you know is going to come of that in the first place. Yeah, but it's like in two weeks, right? Three weeks, I think. And and, and, the, and so the same, I think it's, I honestly think it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, so about three weeks away. And I, you know, say I, I, got, I ain't got no problem with that. But, you know, I just, I think her, her and like, you, you don't put her back in the, in the intro and it's been more talk about it she teases shit down they both be on social media more now I really think that they, they're gonna bring her back do they bring, my question is do they come back together cause it's like you know when they come back they're gonna get a huge reaction but then mm-hmm. do you do you wanna just throw them in heels and just throw them in 
a dying act in damage control just just for the war games because first of all no matter which team Sasha and Naomi choose I'm not bringing it back just to lose oh, not 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 in their first thing I'm sorry I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that <laughs> I'm just not so you know I, I don't know if, if, the, if they do that if they got plans to like say like, we're gonna do the tag team thing or if if Sasha's like, well, I'm gonna come back as a single thing, or with me personally, I think, I think two things. I think Sasha's gonna have that match with Kyrie Zane and start him. I think that's what she wants to do, and I think they, they probably work something now. Whoa, 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 whoa! So I have to be somebody other than Kyrie Zane. Say what? So I have to be somebody other than Kyrie Zane. Why? I, I thought I thought that's what I thought that's what she was promoting, wasn't she? Why would you want to go to all the way to train just to fight somebody that you already did before? Fair enough. Yeah. I, I I apologize. I thought that's what the match that she was promoting or her or her social. No, she might have fought a Kari match, but I don't think like she wants to, you know, go head to head with her. Oh, okay. But she probably does. I'm saying like you know, you want to do something different if you're gonna you know do the whole cost promotion thing. Right? Uh huh. Like if she could, if she wants to, if she wants to do that, I I understand. I, I, does Triple H give that to her? I doubt it. If, if give her what? If he if, if Triple H give that to her, like like let her do Japan and uh, WWE, I doubt Shinsuke's it. Shinsuke's doing it. Say what? Shinsuke's doing it. Shit, you, you know what? That's a good point because I I, I uh, you know that's a good point because I remember Daniel Bryan wanted to do that, but that's when Vince was there. Vince was like, no, we ain't doing that, so he left. And I do know that Shinsuke uh, is having that match. I, I, so maybe he will let Sasha have that match over there and then come back to WWE. But still, or it could be like a couple. I feel like if it's him, he could be like, all right, you could do like a program or something. Yeah, but well, see, that if he does that, it's like, then why couldn't Carl Anderson go for the never open weight championship? Because it was the same day as Saudi. So if it wasn't the same day, then he probably would have did it. Fair. Yeah, so we, we still have to see because we gotta see how they're gonna, you know, work all that stuff out. I, I, I don't know. It just seems like that war games or something, something, something that she wants to come back for. But then once again, there leaves Naomi. I, I hate when every time we hear people talk about it, they keep forgetting about Naomi. So. What do you think they do? Do you think they come back as a tag team? Does Naomi come back on her own? Because she can come back and get a huge pop and do all that stuff, you know, to, uh, you know, and, and do all kinds of stuff like that. But me personally, I'm just like, if she comes back, I think it's time to, you know, to change the, the whole glow thing. Yeah, you gotta take the glow out. Like, you got to take the glow out. Because I think it's not, and I mean, people talk about bloodline. I'm just like, but you know, me personally, I like Sasha and Naomi together. They they were makeshift tag team that they was trying to make it work. They left together, so they there could be a story in that. There could be it's kind of like how, how they how they they're doing this whole uh, Death Triangle deleted the elite, and they got all these little videos of the elite of the of the elite getting erased from AEW history. I'm just like you know, similar kind of stuff. They went out together. Why can't they come back together? You know. Yeah. But then you know, help maybe help Bianca out, whatever the case may be. 
but you know, or then at least let him come back his faces and then turn him heel. But or but I, I don't know. I just feel as though that they'll come back one on one. I think Sasha will be. I think they'll both be decent, but uh, I still think maybe maybe we need to start off together first and then turn that into a program. Have them break up and do a Sasha vs Naomi thing. I love to, I would love to see that. So yeah, that's that's my take, y'all, on uh, if Sasha will be, you know, coming back. I know Prime thinks differently. I, I still think, you know, I, I, I think she'll I, come I, back, but not like just to be like, all right, I'll come back just in time so I could be in this match. I think she'll take her time or whatever, but yeah, I, I, I did and then again, this Sasha, so she could just talk about like a movie or something. Yeah. I ain't even thinking about it. She could just be like, oh, yo, I auditioned for something, and then November's going to finally happen. So we don't, we don't know. Yeah. So. Maybe. Maybe. But by the way, all this talk about Survivor Series, did you see? the new Survivor Series poster with the bloodline. Yeah, I did. But, bro, bro, I want that on a shirt. I want that... I, I, I want to collect every piece of merchandise that has it. This is a crazy-looking poster. They got Solo. It's just the whole bloodline from Roman to Paul to Solo to Usos and Sami Zayn on there, and they're right there with, like a, with the War Games cage behind them, and then the Usos got, like, the blueprint uh, on the table, you know, l- looking at um, different ways to win the war games. I thought this song was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I'm like, yeah, that just got me hyped and excited more for Survivor Series. I gotta still see the, you know, the, the match first, but, you know. Well, bro, I'm just like, because first of all, it it got it got to be the bloodline, right? Obviously, like I, that wasn't in question at all. Exactly. So the other thing is what we got to see, because I, I don't know who this it is yet. Oh, well, I I just couldn't get over. Like somebody somebody said to me, I was like. Ooh, no, I think you said it to me. I was like, "Ooh, this thing is just beautiful. This thing is beautiful. It got, got it feeling like a actual real show again." Because Survivor Series was, oh God, it was dead in the water for so long. Dead in the water for so long. But yeah, and they said both of them will be five on five. So we don't tangle. We don't even know if it's gonna be like story based bloodline versus the raw team, or it's gonna be like. Bloodline versus somebody that they just have a feud with. Well, true way says it is it, the war games matches are going to be storyline driven. I don't know if they're going to still do a Raw versus SmackDown for the rest of the card, but I mean, you could still do Raw SmackDown storyline driven because the one in twenty, so what, sixteen and seventeen was still story driven when they was under siege. Yeah. Oh God, I love that. I did love. So that, that was still story driven, even though it was Raw versus SmackDown. So. Yeah, but yeah, it, look, it, it just looks great. Maybe, maybe when when they go to Raw, so another team, the people gonna be like, "Yo, you're not supposed to be on our show or something." I don't know, something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say maybe. Uh, 
what what else we got here? Um, let's go over to we 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 talked about enough WWE. I don't think we're forgetting necessarily anything. I just go through some quotes. Here. I know that there's the news that Vince McMahon uh, with the Hulk uh, was the investigation is come to an end, and the grand total of money that he has paid off these women is nineteen point four million dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, some people don't make that in their lifetime. It, bro, tell me about it. And I was just like, whew, well. But um, let's go over to AEW Dynamite. So we didn't do a Wednesday night review. Because, like I said, uh, in the beginning of the podcast, uh, Things I was busy and struggling with, so I wasn't able. We wasn't able to get to that review, but uh, I definitely want to give a quick recap on AEW. Now I say recap because uh, it's uh, damn. What was I about to say? Oh, yeah, so dynamite, dynamite. huh? Is that dynamite. Yeah, well, yeah. So one of the worst was, I mean, we we had Samoa Joe, Brian Cage, uh, Chris Jericho going against a former champion, Orange Cassidy and Ray Phoenix. I thought that they had the good match. The one that worst segment between or match, whatever you want to call it, between Jay Cargill and Marina Shafir. And the daddy-ass birthday thing and, and Darby Allen and Jay Lethal. And, of course, we had a, a new recruit to AEW. So, look, we ain't going to break this down match by match. But in the beginning, uh, they had Darby and Jay Lethal have a matchup where uh, Jay Lethal actually won. And Well, it, it was a funny thing. There, there was a spot that happened where Darby's on the – I mean, it was a set of things on the outside – and Jay Lethal runs from Darby. And, and Darby's like, Oh, you gonna stand in my way? Because he's hiding behind Satin Singh. He goes and runs and dives inside the ropes. And he just bounces off Satin Singh's chest. He's, he knows souls the shit out this guy. It's hilarious. You gotta go back and watch that. Like, this, this man is like, just like a steel wall right there in front of Darby. He goes outside, lost himself. He just gets crashed and burned. I think it's hilarious. Uh. What happened? Uh, so after the ma- after after Jonathan wins the matchup, uh, it looks like well, it looks like there, there's somebody dressed up in a sting outfit with the with the coat, <coughs> and they come in. They screw Darby out of. That's how James get to get gets the ring. Uh, when they take uh, when, when after the matchup, this fake sting gets into the ring. Uh. And when they unmasked Sting, they unmasked this imposter Sting, it was Cole Carter from the factory. When I say the crowd went nothing, it went nothing. I don't know who was there in attendance, but on TV, when they pulled over, everybody was like, who the fuck is this? Because who pays attention to the factory? Do you know, do you know uh, about Cole Carter? 
I know who he is, but I like okay. I'm like cool, and everybody was, nobody cheered, nobody booed, nobody know what the fuck to do. He's like, what the fuck is this? What is this? But then stage music really did hit, and then everybody was getting scared. So on the outside of the ring, sat them sing, uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dunn was waiting by the ramp for him, and then some other guy gets into the ring with a long black jacket and a cowboy hat. And he just throws me out around and hits him in the head with that guitar. It's Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett is in AEW. He comes in and talks about his family was in the professional wrestling business in 1946. That means over 75 years of generations that we left an impact. Oh, see what I did there? I can show you from, from, from day one, my fingerprints, my father's, my grandma's fingerprints have all been all over AEW. And you guys should show before I'm done with this place, there's gonna be there's gonna be full body bags. Now you can choke on that slap nuts. That's first of all, Jared came back out to his old school TNA song, the doo 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 doo. His best theme song. And, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, Jeff Jared is actually back. It, it 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 was it was cool it was cool to see. Jeff Jarrett back, you know, for that moment. But I was like, but when it came to the whole reveal of that thing, I was like, that was just terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be with them full time. I don't know if it's just like a thing that they were just doing, but I'm pretty sure they'll figure it out. Uh-huh. As far as Jerry, I'm cool. As long as uh, Karen isn't there, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> yep. Because if Karen said there's gonna be another Cody and Brandy thing, and I don't, I don't want, uh, nobody wants that. They have Moxie taking on Lee Moriarty. Uh, the match was okay, but uh, of course Moxie makes uh, Lee Moriarty tap out. Uh, they had a whole sec, uh, they, uh, but after afterwards, uh, Ethan Page rushed to the ring and took out Moxley with a boot. So maybe they set up the next program for Ethan Page. Uh, Renee Paquette uh, did an interview with uh, Soraya. Uh, and it was supposed to be with Soraya and Britt Baker, but uh, Britt Baker didn't show up so they can sit there and have like a personal conversation in the back. So, uh, But it's time for Daddy Ash's birthday. They did, uh, you know, they're doing all this celebrating. Uh, Billy Gus has an injury from the match with uh, Swerve the previous night. But uh, along with giving them, you know, the, the, the celebration, like I said, I, I'm, I'm speeding through this. They just they, they pull out at the end that they wanted to be adopted and be Billy's actual sons. Well, of course, the actual the actual gun club did come out and said they, they had a present for their dad, and he was jumped by the firm. Uh, so that happened. <laughs> Uh, was uh, we had Chris Jericho uh, taking on a former Ring of Honor champion, and who came who came out? It was Coca Banner. Welcome back! It, it I no, no, there's no welcome back. I don't know what happened last. No, it, I, honestly, I I think that, I think I think it was in Chicago. It was like yeah, they were not in Chicago. They weren't. Where they at? No, I think Minnesota. So Wait, so okay. He did, he did get a proper call for coming back out, though. 
Who cares? At this point, who cares? That's how everybody felt about Cole, Cole Carter when he took off that stick, man. Who, like, who cares? Yeah, I've been feeling like that about Coca Bell for a long yeah. time. Cause not that he, this is just like his mood. I don't know. Just I never got on the Coca Bella train. I guess. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. So it's all right. It's all right. Uh, they had uh, a Jericho won that match. They had the All In Championship match of Orange Cassidy uh, versus. Uh, Phoenix, and I, you know, I thought they, they put on a, a, an all right matchup. Uh, oh, he got beat up, put in the parking lot. Who got beat up? This man in the truck. Oh, uh, what'd you say? Who got beat up in the parking lot? Uh, I don't know. Somebody. I'm watching on this. So TNA. Oh, Boy, Orange Cassidy and Ray Phoenix had the matchup. I didn't get to see much of, much of that matchup. Then they had this worst thing with Jay Cargill taking on. They call her the problem, Marina Shafir. She 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 right. She is a problem. Uh, they Nala Rose and Vicky Guerrero came out to do some like live commentary. Uh, to distract Jay, it didn't work. She had to beat Marina Shafir because they made this match very short. Because Marina Shafir can't go. And I'm just like, Not at all. why are y'all still putting her in this kind of predicament? Look, we know Jade is still green, but Jade is actually working. Marina Shafir cannot wrestle. Nope. She can't. And she's not Shannon. She ain't Ronda. Her and Justice Madu did not get any of that. At all. And uh, the whole thing with that was just terrible. That whole segment was just terrible. And I was just like, Oh my God! What what are we doing to this, you know, division? To be honest with you, uh, Samoa Joe uh, took uh, took on uh, Brian Cage, and uh, that that was the main event. Listen, AW has some issues right now. What do you like? That was one of the worst dynamites that they, that they ever did. And usually the dynamite is not, not really that bad. You, we, we said we said that about Raw all the time. It smacked down until Triple H took over with it. It tried to make it a little bit better. But AEW is in some problems right now. What do you think they need to do to fix some things? I mean, I, I have a couple things that I think Tony Khan needs to, needs to really get on. But you personally as a fan also that has watched it. What are some of the things you think? Uh... I mean, I think they need like a different booker. Like other than just Tony, I think Tony and he needs some help booking wise. Obviously, the women need help, but like, yeah, some stuff is cool. Some stuff just goes on too long. Some stuff is just like match, uh, match, t- match. What do you call them? Matchups. Just matchups in general mm-hmm. need to be changed. Like, I don't, you know. I feel like we see Ray Phoenix and Orange Cassidy like often, sort of. Yeah, yeah, we Even do. if we haven't, I just feel like that's just something that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So just stuff like that, like just trying to keep up with different stuff. Oh, Still okay. give people that one of the th- one, one of the problems that I see with AEW and you know how it could be you know uh, falling so low. Number one, they got to get rid of Ring of Honor. They have to get rid of that because when I say or give get, it its own show, yeah, that's what I mean. When I say get rid of Ring of Honor, I mean 
get it its own show, get it its own identity so it can stop stealing all of the AEW homegrown talent stuff that they have. Because the yeah, truth is, uh, was, um, They need, you know, the truth is like, they, they need help a certain department, like the women's, the, the women's division. First of all, how Tony Storm is not being featured on a big show, like on a show, period. And I mean, look, I love Jay and Jay's a champion. You got to promote Jay also. But it's like all his stuff is going into Jay and nobody else. And the and the, and the ring yeah, of honor. Yeah, the way that it's looking, Tony Storm be like she about to go lose that belt. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's like it's not going to do anything. And on top of that stuff, out of all that, you still got um, what is it? Uh, Thunder Rosa. Well, I mean, yeah, you still got you got all, all this ring of honor. Like all the ring of honor stuff is really oversaturating. Everything else, like you don't have no time for your women's champion. You barely have time for your tag team champions. <clears throat> your world champion, your the AEW champion is on, on in the second match of the show. A post, but but the I wish they were doing like how Triple used to do. Like he had like he had like almost two sets of rosters. He had one roster do kind of like one week, and then the next roster do the next week. They kind of alternate in a sense. Yeah, they, they, they can do that, but or or, or what, they, what what they need to do is because they don't have two shows like we're all smacked down. But they no, got, I'm talking about no, I'm talking about what when Triple H doing NXT and one week it'd be like Balor and the tag champs, and the next week it'd be like featuring more featuring the women, like just give people more opportunities rather than try to fit everybody on the show. Like, yeah, yeah. but you know, the thing, yeah, I've been. Yeah, it's been crazy lately. Yeah, I I, I think, you know, we keep saying, Tony, can I get your house in the room? I'm like, but now your show, your wrestling show is suffering. I understand that they got a, a Ring of Honor pay-per-view at the end of the year in December, and they're going to try to find some uh, a TV or a place for them in January. But right now, everything is just suffering, you know, over there. And I'm like, hey. honestly, see, I, I personally want to say just keep the titles off the show in general, except for your titles. But Tony Khan, bro, we get to have the most show, um, you know, title changes on our show and whatever. But like, sometimes that hurts it too, because like, not everybody watches and keeps up with New Japan as well to know like what the, you know, the pure championship is or the op- never open weight championship. A lot of people don't really know. What those are, so, and let up, you know, they're hardcore fans or whatever. So that can hurt it sometimes as well. Yeah, you know, it, sure. j- just him not putting the effort into the women's division is, is bothering me. I mean, what are What else is new? He's been not been doing it for like three or four years at this point. So exactly, I'm just saying, you, you know, it's just, uh, you know, he. I really want him to buckle down and get AEW back on, you know, back on track, and not having, you know, these uh, wrestlers, you know, take control, uh, take control of his narrative, or, or you know, tell Tony what to do. He needs to be his own man and, and, and do 
what, what's right. But right now, I was like, this just thing, this whole thing sucks. And it all goes by Tony Khan's booking. It's him doing these shows. It's his kind of booking. And Ring of Honor should yeah, not... Yeah, I think... I think when he first had AEW, he knew the direction for like two years, but now I think he's like going week by week. That is a, that, that's a good argument to have, though, to be honest. That's probably what it could be, because like the first two years, like, oh, I probably had all this plan. Like, I planned to have Jericho's my champion, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and if we could get him, he could do this. And then, like, you know, after those two years went by, they kind of did everything. And he was like, you know, one of the, you know, the second to WWE. And he was kind of like, all right. And then, obviously, uh, Cody left and all that kind of stuff. So, now he's, I feel like he's just more week to week than planned out months in, the, in advance or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. It'll be, you know. Yeah, well, so he, he needs to tighten this thing up and stop ending his shows. With, with these Ring of Honor championship matches. Yeah, Ring, all, the, all the other championships do kind of Ring of Honor champions, champions get more love and screen time than the AEW champions do. And the uh, Japanese champions, too. Yeah, so there's a lot that, like, those two big things. You got you got to do better at the booking now, especially we know people are not as pissed with WWE anymore. And, uh, um, what, what, what else did I say? You gotta be, oh, yeah, that women's division. Yeah, so, you know, get on your shit, Tony. That's basically what I can say. Just, just to, to get on your shit. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Hold on, what, what did I do? All right, Brian, that's what I can handle for tonight. And uh, I got to try to just say, do the rest tomorrow. All right. All right, so we close that. All right, guys, so uh, we're about to get, uh, get up out of here. But uh, make sure you guys check out all the, the Nerd Coaches content like we have on Red Circles and No Give Me Seen the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gets Talk Podcast, and Drunk Thoughts Over Tongue, and uh, Turntables. Also, you know, I did not do it at the beginning of the podcast. I, I, I apologize. I did not promote, which I always do, him and Lee Boy TV's podcast, uh, Prime Sessions Podcast, every single Friday. And since I didn't do it in the beginning, I'll do it now, Prime. Uh, what did you have on last week? Well, coming up very soon, we'll be having one of your favorite singers. So I'll be looking forward to that one. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. You know what? I'm actually looking forward to that interview now. Yep. I hope you didn't ask me no questions like, hey, you don't have a friend that don't like you. That would have been hilarious. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. I'm going to see if he will tear my asshole live. I'm curious. But, uh, yeah, so make sure you guys stay tuned for all that great great, great, uh, great stuff and content from both me and Primetime. And then, uh, once again, this is NCAA Place for Children, Trimble, Sandy, not Deion Sanders for Primetime. All right, y'all. And Q-Flow, wherever you are at, man, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You 
already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's in C